Um, what I'd like to do now is, um, as I mentioned earlier in the service, we're, we're launching a new series today on the Book of Acts, or a portion of the Book of Acts. Uh, and you may well be familiar that the, it's not that long since we were in the Book of Acts. It was back in uh, September to November in 2018. Um, and so I just wanted to, to introduce that as a series. First of all, give a little bit of background about the Book of Acts. Then we're going to sing again, and then we're going to uh, launch into today's passage. Um, and so uh, let me do that first and then we'll, we'll sing together. So we have been spending, we have spent some time in the book of Acts before. Those uh, those sermons are still on the podcast or available on the website. So if you want the fuller detail of the first uh, six chapters of Acts, please do go back and look there. Um, but today we're going to pick it up where we left it. Uh, so back in November 2018, we finished in chapter 6, verse 7. So today we're going to start in chapter 6, verse 8. And from now until the summer-ish, uh, we think we're going to be making our way through right until the end of chapter 12. Um, and that might sound a little bit random. Uh, you know, why did we stop at verse six, chapter, uh, chapter 6, verse 7? Why are we picking it up now? Why are we going to the end of chapter 12? And so if I could give a little bit of an explanation um, as to why we divide, uh, why we're dividing the book into sections like that. And, and to help us with that, it, it, it is good to give us a bit of a broader brushstroke of the, the book of Acts as a whole. Uh, and so Acts is, a, is a, the second piece of a two-volume work by an early follower of Jesus called Luke. Uh, the first account he wrote is what we call the Gospel of Luke. Um, and some people unite the two volumes and talk about one entity of Luke Acts. Uh, and as we know from the start of Luke, and again by the opening of Acts, Luke was writing his books to, to provide a historical account of the ministry of Jesus. Uh, it was a carefully crafted description based on eyewitness accounts. And so Luke opens his Gospel by explaining, Since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. And so clearly Luke, it's Luke's desire to write a, a well-researched and accurate account so that those who read it may know with certainty what they read and hear is true. And so he writes the gospel account, which outlines Jesus' life, his teaching, his miracles, his interaction, right up to the point of his death, resurrection and ascension. And so Luke's gospel seems like it's a fairly comprehensive report. So, so why is there needed or why does there need to be a second volume? And Luke, ex- Luke himself explains this at the opening of Acts chapter one. So Acts chapter one, the first two verses in my former book, Theophilus, that is his gospel. I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. And so in this intro, we get a glimpse into why there's a second volume needed. You see, the gospel shows what Jesus began to do and teach. It was, it was only the beginning. Clearly, Luke is suggesting there is more to come. Um, but if Jesus has ascended, then how can he still be active? Well, again, in this intro, Luke gives us an insight that Jesus gave instructions to you through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. So Jesus may no longer physically be on the earth, but Luke is showing that his presence and ministry continues through his spirit and his apostles. Indeed, the the Bible Project summary video on this, which is excellent, by the way. uh, So I'd encourage you to go and check that out at thebibleproject.com and look for the series on Luke Acts. And they've broken Acts down into a couple of chunks, too. Uh, And they suggest, actually, that although sometimes this book of Acts is sometimes known as the Acts of the Apostles, it would probably be more accurate to call it the acts of Jesus and his spirit, seeing as it's Jesus through his spirit empowering the apostles to do what's recorded for us. 
Uh, and so Luke's second volume then is going to record how, the, how this relatively new religious movement, it became known as Christianity. It was originally based in Jerusalem, but, but Luke is going to show how this relatively new religious movement ended up spreading through the entire Roman Empire. Uh, and this second edition, the second volume, is a, is a continuation of the work and the teaching of Jesus. And that's one of the reasons that Luke is writing this second volume. Um, but let's remember uh, Luke was also writing as he was inspired by God through the Spirit. Luke, Luke's writings are inspired Holy Scripture. So there is so much more to this book than a dry historical account. These, these chapters are anything but dry. And they are crucial for us as 21st century Christians to understand and to, and to spend time in. Because it's in these chapters that we see the first Christian churches established. Therefore, it's in these chapters that we read of the first persecution that the church faced and how they responded. It's in these chapters where we see the early church wrestling with differences of opinion and practice. It's in these chapters that we see the rubber hitting the road for a lot of early Christians trying to live out their faith in a world that was completely hostile to it. And so there is much for us to explore in these pages and and we pray that God would have much to teach us in our times together through them. And so hopefully that's a helpful introduction to the book of Acts as, it, as it itself. But, but how, does that, how does that overview help us to understand these breaks in the teaching that we're taking? Well, as we've seen, Luke is seeking to write an orderly account. And Acts certainly follows that pattern. And there is a structure to Acts. And in essence, it's laid out in the words that Jesus gives to his disciples. But you will receive power. This is Acts 1 verse 8. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And so these are Jesus' words to his disciples just before he ascends into heaven, and he's showing them a map of how God is going to work through them. They are to be his witnesses where they are in Jerusalem, and then Jesus' ministry will spread through Judea and Samaria, which were the neighbouring regions around Jerusalem, and eventually to the ends of the earth. And these three geographical milestones provide the very basic structure to the whole book. So in chapter 1 to 7, we see the church in Jerusalem. Then from chapter 8 to 12, we see the church in Judea and Samaria. And then in chapter 13 to 28, we see the church spreading throughout the Roman Empire to the ends of the earth. And so Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria to the ends of the earth. And indeed, if you've got a a physical copy of the Bible in front of you, chances are that there are, at the back, you'll see a series of maps uh, and some of those are bound to show some of the activity the apostles record in these ch- in these chapters and how the early disciples of Jesus followed his command to be his witnesses, how the ministry of Jesus did indeed spread from Jerusalem to the end of the earth. Uh, and so for the weeks that take us up to the summer, we're going to spend time in this middle chunk of the, 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 the map, if you like, in Judea and Samaria. And therefore, we're going to see how the church was on the move. And so our series is called The Church on the Move, Church from Jerusalem Outwards. And we'll see that this, this wasn't always an easy process. There, are, there were lots of barriers that had to be broken in terms of expectations and cultural differences. But ultimately, the church of Jesus grows and spreads. And, and we sit here today, yes, physically separated from one another, but we are here today because we are members of his church, because his church did grow and spread. And, and I pray that as we encounter his word in these weeks, we'll be encouraged that, that even in these days, 
His church continues to grow and spread and he welcomes us into that story as his witnesses in our world and in our places. In essence, how we are as his church today, continuing his mission to the ends of the earth. We are continuing to be the church on the move as we share his good news with the world around us.